Hey, what's going on, everybody? Have you missed me? Because I'm back with Dapper Dividends number 35. It's late. It's 10 o'clock my time. I can't prove that to you because you're in the future listening to whenever you're listening. So that's why I used to say whenever you are, wherever you are, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much for checking my show out. And they updated. So Anchor updated the uh, the the countries that I've been heard in. And actually, the funny thing is, is if you want to, here's a little secret. Hit your fast forward button when the show starts. If you hit it forward like three times, then you won't have to listen to me do that pre-recorded anchor ad. But if you want to listen to it, go ahead, see if you can memorize it, play a fun game. And then just when you've got it memorized, I'm going to go ahead and change it up on you. I smell a skunk. I smell skunk. That's great. Fantastic. Uh, where are you in the world? Let me know. Do you have skunks where you live? Do you know what a skunk is? When I was a kid, they had a cartoon, Pepe Le Pew. He was the love skunk from France. That is not France. What voice is that? People, these people in France, they don't talk like this. Stop, stop trying to talk like somebody from France. You don't understand how they talk. I know the the old character of the French is the we oui, we oui, we took from we from France. I know French Canadian uh, Martin Brodeur is a very famous goaltender that uh, has a very thick accent that I can't do right now. But what am I doing these accents for? For crying out loud! <laughs> I'm opening my beer now. Hold on one second. I open beer. You hear that? That's a Bush beer. That's Bush beer. B-U-S-C-H beer that's brewed in the United States of America, St. Louis, Missouri. That's terrible. I have exercised the demons. This house is clear. And we are good to go. (laughs) I'm back. And it's Friday night. Did I tell you it's Friday night? I think I did. Uh, Yeah, so I worked late tonight a little bit loopy because I've just been going, going, going. I had an overtime call tonight, got home about eight o'clock. I did my exercises. Uh, I haven't told you every week I do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I do a hundred pull-ups, a hundred push-ups, and a 12 minute kind of high intensity abs workout. So it's like uh, the sit-ups, the bicycle where you're on your back and you look like a wounded, you know, turtle or a beetle on its uh, shell. Uh, planks, <clears throat> stuff like side planks. So I've been doing that for years, pretty religiously. And I think I'm just naturally thin, which I guess is a benefit, but uh, it's something I do and I've kept doing. <clears throat> and I wasn't going to get into it, but as I was about to record this, I happened to see that they updated where I've been heard. So I have now been heard in, well, these countries, I, <laughs> I forgot the number. I counted it out, but my brain's all over the place. I got voices. I got beer. I got, uh, you know, I'm showered. I'm clean. That's good. I just feel really open right now. I feel very, very clean. So I have been heard and getting, if, if you are in these countries and this is you, thank you so much. I think this is the coolest thing that I'm able to sit here in my house in Illinois, in the Chicago suburbs, And you get to hear my voice in one of these countries. So the USA, obviously, Spain, Ireland, Canada, Poland, the United Kingdom, Romania, Germany, Finland, Finland, Finland. I think I said Finland, Belgium, Malta, France, New Zealand, the Kiwis, 
Kiwi state? It's not a state. It's a country. I know you're Kiwis down there. Why are you Kiwis? I'm guessing it's because you probably your chief export is Kiwis. I need to invest in Kiwis from Kiwi land now. Uh, so that was New Zealand. Norway. Noruega in Espanol. In, in Espanol, nosotros decimos... No, decimos Noruega in, in Spanish. We say Norway. Uh, Portugal. Mexico. Denmark. The only Scandinavian country I'm missing now is Sweden. And I'm part Swedish. My grandmother's side was Swedish. And her... Uh, her So my great... <laughs> my great-grandfather's parents were from Iterbori, Sweden. So it's looks like Gothenburg, Sweden. Anyway, I, I, this is I'm eating up time here. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Uh, where did I leave off? Uh, Mexico, Denmark, the Northern Mariana Islands, the Philippines, the Dominican Republic, Italy, Lebanon, Brazil, the Netherlands. What's up, DGI? European DGI. Follow him on Twitter at European DGI. And Kenya in the country of Africa. So cool. I've spent five minutes and 15 seconds of just nothing. No dividend talk yet. No nothing. Uh, I guess we should get into it. So real, oh, real quick. I was going to talk about Trump in the United States as banning TikTok. First of all, I don't use TikTok. I don't care. My daughters use TikTok. They might be upset. Uh, apparently the Chinese are using it. The Chinese Communist Party, they say, is using it to spy on us, collect data. Uh, so as far as I'm concerned, uh, my 12 and 11-year-old daughters use TikTok. I don't know what data they're going to collect on them, but if that's something the Communist Party can use, then I guess good on them, you know. So, <clears throat> um, But I was going to talk about how I think it's a bit of a, I'm not very conspiracy. I like conspiracies. I'm not conspiratorial, but it just seems very fishy that Trump is banning it and trying to kind of force the sale to Microsoft. So I think it's basically his way of trying to strong arm a broker deal between, um, between, uh, TikTok and, uh, Microsoft. But anyway, uh, new guy I'm following that's following me. We were talking a little bit on Twitter is, uh, he has a podcast. His name is Lars. I had a bit of a brain fart there. Bit of a brain fart there. His name is Lars, and he does a podcast called Uncommy, not Uncommon, Uncommy Goods. And it's all about buying USA made. So I guess this would apply mostly to people in the United States, because if you are in the Northern Mariana Islands, you're probably going to buy wherever you can buy, whatever you can buy, and you're not going to be beholden to the United States economy. So <clears throat> With that being said, ch- wow, <laughs> ch- check, check, check it out. Ciao. Check it out. Now I did that on purpose, right? Uh, check out his podcast called Uncommy Goods. Uh, like it, subscribe, see what he's going, got going on there. And uh, my neighbor, I'm going to get into this. I swear I'm going to get to dividends. I just want to talk about a few things here. My neighbor, Jerome, the one that passed away, the hoarder, he's had two dumpsters full. Those were two ticker symbol RSG Republic Services dumpsters. I walked by them. I saw, I should have took a picture while they were there. That would have been better for the story, but he was a hoarder. They've had two dumpsters that they've gotten rid of and they've had their third estate sale. Last weekend was estate sale number three. Dude, this guy's house must have been packed to have had two dumpsters full of stuff and three estate sales. And there's people coming. It's not a few people. 
I had trouble getting out of my driveway last Saturday. There were so many people coming to this guy's house and carrying things away. So um, <clears throat> the, the point I made is he was a hoarder of stuff, of junk. And I want to be a hoarder of dividend growth stocks. That's what I'm hoarding. That's what I'm trying to segue into. And that's, uh, let me take a sip here. Just a moment. Listen to the background music while I take a refresher here. Ah, that's good. That's American made beer. I was just drinking some beer from Greece, which I hope to be represented by from Greece relatively soon on my podcast listens. But anyways, um, my cat Louie's walking by again. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> so this is something I do. I, I talk to him and I talk like a duck to my cat. Why? Because why not? So the ki- my kids don't get it. They're like, why do you talk to Louie like a duck? And I tell them, because no reason why. It's fun. That's why. So I call him the boy. He's going on two years old. And I say, oh, the baby boy. Wow. Well, it's the baby boy. And then I chase him and wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I can translate my duck talk. So I talk to my cat. <laughs> I talk to my cat like a duck. This is perfectly normal. Everything is fine. Nobody panic. It's been going on for almost two years now. It's something I do. And uh, I tell them it doesn't matter anyway. He doesn't understand our language. He doesn't understand love. My wife says he loves us. No, I say, no, he doesn't love us. He's got needs that are being met or unmet. And he is a killing machine. He is built to kill. And if he was bigger than us, I'm sure of it. He would probably kill us. But this is the deal he makes with us. So pardon me. I will get into my dividends now. So I was talking to a girl on Twitter or uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube. I got a comment and I basically laid it out for her. Apparently she's 15 and she's excited to start investing. And I tried to just briefly explain it. Like it's, there's investing and speculating and it's so simple. If a company is making money and has good cash flow and is growing their earnings, then you're buying them. When you buy a stock, you are buying a very small part of that company. So if you're investing, investing is not gambling. A lot of people have the misconception that there's gambling in the stock market, which there is, and that's called speculating. Speculating is buying a story stock or buying a stock that has not made money yet, but hopes to make money. So I learned the hard lesson and I have a lot of story stocks and I convinced myself the, the last one, the one where I said I'm done and I kind of quit cold turkey was NEO, ticker symbol NIO. I had bought them right after their IPO, which was another mistake. I don't like buying IPOs because it's so new. Uh, the, what's that old moniker? It's probably overpriced for IPO. Um, most of the time, IPOs don't work out. They're not going to be Microsoft or Amazon or Tesla. So, If you're buying an IPO, you're speculating. Just know that. Unless it's rare, like I did with Albertsons, ticker symbol ACI. I bought some of their shares. They IPO'd, but they're a very old company and they've been private for eons and they are profitable. So uh, I bought bought Albertsons, but just know that. Keep that in mind. Rule of, good rule of thumb is to buy companies that make money, that have profits, that earn money. The whole point of the game is you want companies that earn money. So I'll cut to the chase. I may miss out on some of the upside of like a Tesla, but <clears throat> I'm going to buy companies that make money. 
So just remember, if you buy if you buy a company that makes money, you're investing. And if you buy a company that doesn't make money, you're speculating that one day they make money and you should be prepared, be prepared to lose everything in the company that is speculating. So uh, anyway, speaking of Jerome, uh, we I, we've been selling a lot of stuff on LetGo. In the United States here, we have an app called LetGo. And on this app, you it's like a garage sale. You just put up things you want to sell. You take a picture, put a little description, put a price, and <clears throat> people negotiate or they come and buy it. So I had some old hockey sticks. Uh, one was autographed by Dion Phaneuf. He used to play for the Calgary Flames. And then one by Bob Nardella. He used to play for the Chicago Wolves. I won in a raffle. And then I had a Labatt Blue. Hello, Canadian listeners. I love Labatt Blue. Uh, I had a, just a Labatt Blue promo stick. So I had three sticks, a Chicago Blackhawks who won and beat the uh, Edmonton Oilers. They advanced there to the next round. <laughs> I'm running out of time. I got my brain. There's just so much I want to say. Where was I? Uh, a bottle opener. So I sold three hockey sticks, a bottle opener, and then a Dion Phaneuf action figure. And I got $31 from it. My kids said, you keep selling all this stuff, dad. Why are you selling all this stuff? We're not going to have anything. I said, because it's been in a closet for a long time and all this stuff I want to get rid of. I want to get cash. So I told them, I was like, look, I got $31 for this stuff and I've had it on let go for a while. So I got $31 and I said, right now, a share of AT&T is a touch under 30 bucks. I will buy or I said I could buy a share of AT&T with this stuff. And AT&T is right off the bat going to pay me $2.08 a year. Paid out every quarter. So $0.52 cents every quarter, every 90 days. And it'll keep growing that dividend, hopefully, in perpetuity. And I told them, I said, look, um, these hockey sticks in the closet, they're going to, they're nothing. They're, they're doing nothing for me. They take up a little bit of space. I have to move them around and I can convert these into an asset that will keep paying us money. And I taught them about assets and liabilities. Hat tip to Robert Kiyosaki that an asset is something that puts money into your pocket and a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. Simple as that. You want to have as many assets as you can. That's the name of the game that we're playing here. So with that being said, uh, in my taxable account, I received two dividends this week. So this is the weekly recap I'm going to get to. Uh, I received two different dividends. Uh, AT&T paid me $52 because I had 100 shares. But as of today, I now have 101 shares. And I received $6.15 from Verizon. So what I did buy was one share of AT&T, as I told you, at $29.82 for a... Let me grab my paper. Can you hear that? I can't remember all these numbers, people. I can't do it. I can't remember all these numbers, people. So I bought one share of AT&T at $29.82, which added $2.08 of dividend income for the year. Two shares of HMC, Honda Motor Corp. Listen to that last episode where I talk about, uh, I'm probably going to do a dividends now. To uh, That's almost like an Arnold. I'm not going to do it. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper now. <laughs> uh, Honda Motor Corporation. I think I'm going to flip them. Uh, I wanted to diver- I want to diversify into more European stocks or just... I have a little bit of a showing that's not so much stateside, US-based. Um, 
So I would like more. I would like. I'm looking at honestly Unilever and British Tobacco ticker symbol UN and ticker symbol BTI, but they're a uh, Unilever is a bit overpriced. But <clears throat> um, anyway, so I brought those two shares of Honda Motor Corporation at twenty-five dollars and eighty-two. I'm sorry that I'm talking so fast here, but. I got a little timer going and on anchor, if I, I can't eclipse 30 minutes or else, uh, it stops recording and I would need to record an audacity and then upload it to anchor. So, um, I got a special song. I've got a special song of the show. So listen to that when I'm done with all of this, uh, two shares of prudential ticker symbol PRU at $63.90, which added $8.80 of dividend income per year. And then two shares of Starbucks, ticker symbol SBUX at $75.49, which added $3.28 of dividend income. And Starbucks pays a very low uh, payout that is of cash flow. And I think that they are going to be able to pay and maintain yeah, this, you know, the, the pandemic's kind of cutting into things a little bit. So maybe not right now, but, um, I think they're very good candidates to keep, uh, low teens, like 10, 11, 13% per year, uh, compound annual growth rate or compound average growth rate. Um, so anyway, in my taxable, I added $14 and 16 cents overall of new dividend income. So that has a value of $29,879.09. I have $264.65 of cash left over. I was a good boy. I didn't spend it all. I'm going to dollar cost average some of that in next week. And I add every week. Every week I'm adding money because when I'm dollar cost averaging in and trying to buy roughly the same amount every week, every month, when the market is high, naturally I'm going to buy less because prices are higher. But when the market drops, I'm going to get more shares because they're cheaper. So obviously you guys know math. Good job. Good job, listeners. You know math. So yeah, when the market's high and you dollar cost average the same, the same amount in, you're getting more less shares. And when the market is low, you keep dollar cost averaging in, you are getting more shares because it's lower. So moving on. No, I have now $1,422.30 of annual dividend income in my taxable. Beautiful. I love it. Now we're going to swing over to my self-directed IRA that I put $30,000 into back in March. And I also have a hundred shares of AT&T there. So I got $52. And then I also got $3.30 today from ticker symbol GD General Dynamics. The buys. Bye, 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 bye. The Backstreet Boys, the buys. Um, Two shares of Honeywell, ticker symbol H-O-N, at $146.43, which gave me an additional $7.20 of dividend income. One line in the sand, toe in the water, call it what you want, of ticker symbol FRT, Federal Realty Trust. It's a REIT I've been looking at for a while, and I should have bought it when it was lower, but uh, I drew a line in the sand, just one share, at $76.63, which by its lonesome paid me $4.24 of average of annual dividend income a year. I bought three shares of one of my favorites, and it's a company that is up here in North Chicago that I work at for my company. We service their dock and door equipment, is ticker symbol ABBV, ABV. 
So I bought three shares at $92.50, and that added a whopping $14.16 of dividend income a year. Uh, another line in the sand because I wanted more exposure to real estate. So I bought FRT and I, FERT, sorry, <laughs> there's the kid. It just It's just missing that A, Federal Realty Trust, FRT, FERT. And I bought a, anyway, I bought a share of, I needed more financial exposure and I have Prudential in my taxable representing strong. What's up Prudential represent? So we got Prudential representing the taxable. So I wanted another one that I've always looked at. I've never owned it until today. I pulled the trigger and bought a share of Chubb, Chubb Limited, ticker symbol CB, another financial company. I'm not going to get into it because I'm running out of time. Uh, One share of Chubb at $127, which added $3.12 of dividend income. So all in all, all y'all, so all in all for all y'all that added $28.32 of dividend income for the year. And now my my $30,000 portfolio has a value of $31,568.30. So for you people that can't do math, that is $1,568.30 gain I have made. And I still have $9,597.51 of cash left to deploy in that. It's been, it's been really tough to just not go on a buying spree and just buy, 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 buy. And uh, I didn't write it down, but I did buy two more shares of Albertsons today. So there's no dividend info on them yet. So I'm not including them into the dividend portfolio. Uh, As soon as I do have dividend info on them, I will. And uh, I now have $1,083.24 of dividend income built up just like that. That's coming in. So I have almost $9,500, cash left to spend. And I'm selling covered calls. We talk about those. If you don't know what a covered call is, run to YouTube right now, type in, what is a covered call? There's gonna be very nice people on there with charts and graphs and animations and music and very fun stuff to explain that better than I can right now over these podcast, not airwaves, internet waves, the World Wide Web, the webs, the interwebs. Um, I was going to talk about Charles Schwab being better. I think I might start covering this on my stashing where the acorns that I'm going to do this weekend about, I don't give out links to affiliate for, you know, free stock at Robin hood, free stock here. Uh, I love Charles Schwab and it is just reputable. I mean, my God, they give you, they give you access to the reports for free. I get morning, I get Schwab's report, uh, the Morningstar equity report, the Morningstar sector report, uh, CFRA report, Reuters. Um, there's three more, three, four more and forgetting just, it is just such a solid company. They have people you can talk to. They have people call you and say, Hey, I'm with Charles Schwab. You know, how's everything going? You doing okay. We haven't heard from you in a bit. Just wanted to make sure you don't have any questions. Robin hood's not going to do that. Weeble is not going to do that. They're not going to call you. They don't have physical human beings. You can just pick up a phone and be talking to in 10 minutes or less, five minutes or less. Um, I was going to talk about something I'm watching. Uh, I'm running out of time. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Uh, I'm watching ticker symbol CPK, Chesapeake Utilities. I'm going to blow through this. So look it up for yourself. It is a small cap. I have a feeling that some small caps might be doing well in the future here. Just a gut. Uh, It's 1.42 billion market cap. It does have a PE of 20.97. I didn't look up the five-year. 
Uh, it's paying a 2.9% dividend, so that's $1.76 a year. It closed at $86.61 this year. Uh, it does have its payout is super low, 24% of cash flow, and it's been raising the dividend for 16 years. Um, the 52-week range is $69 to $101, so it's right smack dab in the middle, almost at a 86. And yeah, the, it, the only thing it's not very liquid. 49,000 shares traded. Um, what they do is they're they're utilities, so they're both they have two segments, regulated and unregulated. Uh, they're involved in like natural gas in Delaware, Maryland, and Florida. Um, I can't read all. This. We got to hurry it up here. There's a bunch of other uh, segments they have in like Ohio. Uh, look them up. They were founded in 1859, and they're headquartered in Dover, Delaware. And if that is too fast, my wife says I hear you talking way too fast. Especially if people, if English is not their first language, you're going to lose them. And I said, well, you know what? They can slow it down. That's the beauty of it. <clears throat> when I listen to my Spanish podcasts, shout out to Espanolistos. I love Espanolistos, Nate and Andrea. Very cool. If you want to learn Spanish and hear conversational Spanish, check out Espanolistos podcast. Listen to this great music while I get another refreshing sip of some, some bush beer. Okay, that's better. So in the final uh, four minutes and 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you about a very special song of the show. I was trying to think what songs make me smile. I had very, two very curious ones. All I'll say is, maybe I'll save this for Tuesday. One of them is a video game song. And it's from the 90s because a lot of these are from the 90s. That was my heyday. And I'm not that familiar on the, the music now. There is a new song, though, that I do like that I will share eventually. But I've got so many others I want to play first. So, anywho, anywho, what I wanted to tell y'all, what I want to tell y'all about my song is that, and I'm not offending. I'm sorry. If you're in the South, that's endearing. I I understand. I was in the Navy and I lived with a lot of different people and everybody said, where are you from, Chicago? You got a funny accent. We know you're from Chicago. You talk like you're from Chicago. That's a little bit Brooklyn. So I'm not making fun of your accents. When I do accents, it's endearing. I I actually kind of feel bad doing them because I wish it was perfect. I would love for a native speaker that's speaking English in their dialogue. That's an, I'm confusing myself. Um, apologies for that again, but... Yes, so the song of the show today is a very special song of the show. It's recorded in about 2014, I believe. It is myself and my daughter, Ivy, who we are singing a old punk class, uh, classic. <laughs> that was my brain going too fast, trying to run together the words classic and song. So... We are singing the punk classic song, The Crowd by Operation Ivy. My daughter's name is Ivy <clears throat> and she sang this song with me. She doesn't act like this anymore. She's going to be 13 next month. So what you're seeing is a, I can't do the math, like a seven year old daughter of mine. 
and now she's going to be 13 in <clears throat> just over a month. So the teenage years are upon us and she's not like that anymore. Everything is just <laughs> hormones and the world can be ending one minute and then everything's fine the next. And I'm trying to cope and understand. I've never lived with a teenage girl before. So this is going to be my first time doing this. So, um, yes. So, oh, do you know what? Real quick. So I, I try and listen to every episode I do while I'm at work and whatnot. I notice that I say so a lot, way too much. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to try to not say so, so much. So <laughs> the song of the show is The Crowd by Operation Ivy, but it is not by Operation Ivy. It's not being performed by Operation Ivy. It's being performed by myself on vocals and guitar and my daughter Ivy doing the dance and also on vocals. So I really hope you check it out. This song always makes me smile when I listen to the band do it and when I listen to the one that my daughter and I recorded because that little kid I had such a short time with and these kids grow up so quick. So I'm going to get out of here because my time just turned red. It's 29.05 at 30 minutes. It's going to cut off. I'm, I'm so nervous. I want to run it. I want to run it right up to the end. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm going to end the show. And you know what I always say is that everyone you meet has something to teach you, but it is up to you to find out what that thing is. Take care, have a good weekend, have a safe weekend, and I will talk to all y'all on Tuesday.